0: Happy holidays, Roll Table listeners. This is our 2020 Holiday One-Shot with a new DM and all new characters. We'll be back with Season 4 on January 5th, 2021.
1: Now grab some cocoa and get ready for adventure. Ho, ho, ho.
2: and welcome to the Knights of the World Table 2020 Holiday Special. Oh! Wow!
1: Best year yet.
2: I'm Matt Messerman, uh, your DM for the evening, and I am joined by several folks that you all know and love. Uh, You guys say hello when your name is called. Chris Daly. Hello! Happy Holidays! Jeff Frank. Hey,
3: everybody. It's great to be here.
4: Jen Stopper Crespo. Sup! And Zach Stones. Happy Holidays, everybody. (laughs)
2: Uh, For this special, I decided to make my life more uh, difficult with my first time DMing here by creating a brand new campaign with lots of non-standard characters in it. We'll be joining our characters on the island of Misfit Adventurers, a refuge for adventurers and beasties who don't quite fit in. So let me set the stage a bit. The island of Misfit Adventurers is split into basically two parts. There's a southern section, which has been tamed and civilized, and a northern region, which is heavily wooded and known to be dangerous. Uh, we're going to start in the south, where you guys live in a small town. All You all live relatively close to each other. And we open on a park lake clearing just outside of the small town that you live. The four of you have gathered there for a Yule Time celebration and are setting up decorations and food, whatever you want. Uh, I, what I'd like to do is have everybody go around and introduce their characters. Uh, tell us your characters... Name, their race and class, what they look like, and why they belong on the island of Misfit Adventurers. What's weird about them. And then what they're doing while they're setting up for this Yule time adventure. So let's start with. We'll just go in reverse order with Zach.
4: My character's name is Abragosh Poppycock. Abragosh, he is a human wizard, wears stately red robes, has kind of like wizardly, dark facial hair. Like thin mustache, a little kind of like goatee kind of thing, and he is constantly uh, studying his wizardly spell book. Do we are we going to share our uh, issues or just introduce? Yes, please.
2: Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Let's find out why they're on the Isle
4: Island of Misfit Adventures. Abragosh Poppycock's uh, unfortunate ailment that he struggles with is he gets really he spends a lot of time intricately like embossing every spell into his magical spell book but when it comes time to read them he gets really nervous under pressure If there's any sort of pressure or audience he has trouble reading it so he tends to mispronounce the words to often unfortunate circumstances like he tries to cast mage hand but instead he makes sand (laughs) and it has that effect instead and he's never quite sure how things are going to play out great thank you sometimes they go great you might need sand. Jen, tell us about your character. Hi,
1: guys. I'm Argana. <laughs> I'm a dragon dragonborn barbarian. thing. Uh, once you light the whole village temple on fire, you gotta go. So, you know, here I am. Hi!
2: Great. Thank you. Thanks, uh guys. Jeff, let's learn about your character.
3: Well, my character's name is uh, Finn Marisco, and um, he's actually a, a changeling, so he can change his uh, appearance. And the reason he's on the Island of Misfit Adventurers is because he got kind of uh, stuck in mid-transformation between a human and a fish. Uh, So his bottom half is legs of a man, and he has pants and boots and um, a belt. Uh, But his top half is just a big old fish, like a tuna fish, and um, he kind of sits like straight up out of it and... Um, Could you stop? Has fins. Could you stop dripping on the carpet, please? Uh, And because he is a fish, he is unable to communicate normally. But because he is a sorcerer, he has the ability to use message as a cantrip. So in your head, you hear, oh, I'm sorry. I can't control it. I am a fish man. Well, sorry. sorry doesn't really mean anything if you
1: don't do anything to stop it.
3: Uh, I'll I'll get a towel. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: thank you <laughs> i'll Great. go over here and let's meet chris's character
0: uh hi everybody my name's twyla uh i'm a 13 year old aarakocra um and i am a bard and i uh am a kind of a bluebird um a- Features with blue feathers, with a little bit of a red breast uh, area, and a nice fluffy tail. And I just love to inspire people with my
2: haiku poetry. Wonderful. Thank you. All right. So the four of you are together uh, in that park-like clearing that I mentioned before. And you're, you're setting up for Yule. Uh, anything I could do to help? I could, um,
0: I could get some uh, snacks... Out. What kind of snacks do you normally prefer this time of year? I, I really like biscuits.
1: I don't think you should touch the food. He's just going to make it all soggy.
3: Oh, that's true.
0: Well, I'll just stand in the corner until somebody needs me. Well, you know, I mean, there's always something that you can provide. Um, uh, my my dad told me that, um, you know, there's always something that people can do to help out. I mean, even if you're hanging in the back or you're too small or or you have fins uh for for hands and we'll find something that you can do finn okay thanks uh maybe i'll make some lights and i cast light
1: oh that's a good mm -hmm. trick
3: we could put this somewhere
1: yeah just just don't touch anything i'll take care of the food i don't really trust any of the rest of you with it although I, i probably shouldn't be near an open flame
0: um hey Finn, can you make that light on something? Sure. Then I okay. cast light on something. All right, I'll pull out um this this little kind of ball of paper that um is sort of intricately folded and I'll pull it out and it kind of looks like a swan but the head is missing. It's just this body of a swan like this is the ancient art of origami and this is a swan. It's 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 another type of bird. Um and you can see that Oh, well, it's got a tail, that's a tail, and this is wings, and... Well, I'm still working on it, but maybe you could cast light on this, and we'll hang it up really high, and it will be a beacon of hope and joy for all the people in town to come and see us. Cool!
4: Yeah, let's do it! Yeah.
0: Boom. All
4: right, and I will take that lovely direction... Just de- de- decoration? Oh no, I'm already <laughs> doing it. That wasn't even in character. <laughs> I shall take that lovely decoration... And cast it up, I shall cast Mage Hand to raise it up to the highest boughs of the celebratory tree. And he attempts to cast Mage Hand to lift up the origami light. As you do that, uh,
2: you cast Mage Band instead. And a small a small uh, group of musicians shows up and helps you lift that up, and then they run away, scurry off into the forest.
4: <laughs> they do the job. yep they do. Uh, th- thanks, thanks guys. Take five. great, good, good job. thanks for the assist. Well, I, I will uh, actually also cast
0: mage hand and um and I'll lift it up even further because the band was really short i feel like (laughs) so it's okay
1: i got it it's fine i got that spell too it's fine i feel like i feel like this is a lot of people that are using your energy just towards decoration and i'm kind of the only one that's actually helping you know make the food and the things that we actually need for the party maybe music would be good
0: um you know I, i i'm a bard but um i don't actually play music but i could i could recite some poetry Maybe that would bring people over. The entertainment factor is very important.
2: All right. And right as you go to do that, uh, suddenly a teenage girl runs in from the direction of town. Uh, she's relatively short and slender and awkward in a teenager-y kind of way, uh, with a pixie cut of brown uh, of brown hair, dressed in robes. You've all met her, and you're friendly with her, but you're not necessarily friends. She's named Dashir. Oh, it's Dashir! Yeah. And she's a new arrival. On the island of Misfit Adventures, you know that she's here because she—the the reason that she's on the island is because she, as she's a druid, but she doesn't like animals and cannot turn into them. She <laughs> runs in and says, "Ha ha hi hi everyone! Um, I, I'm just here. Uh, you probably know that. Uh, uh, can you guys help me? My grandmother's in trouble and I need to get to her. She just messaged me and said that her boat was stranded on the shore at the
4: north end of the island.
1: Kind of." Preparing for a party right now, so it's not a great time. She's in trouble, and she's my grandma. Oh,
4: Gunna, this isn't. This is clearly an emergency. We can make time to, to assist our friend. To just
1: saying. I finally got everything sanitized, and my tri tip is actually looking pretty good this time. So
4: we can come back and clean later. It will be a grand celebration after we accomplish this task.
1: Wait, this is is your
0: is your grandma? I'm trying to remember her name. It, it's uh, it's Deneer. Denier. Oh, right. Yeah, she makes really good pie. And I bet if we rescue
1: her, she would give us some pie for our party. I'm sure she would. Oh, oh, pie, pie,
3: pie, pie. Yeah, let's get the pie.
1: I mean, are we sure that her kitchen is, you know, commercially rated and, and going to be sanitary? Because She
2: lives on her boat, so she has she has a kitchen there that's all, it's usually really well stocked. She probably has a nog for the solstice. Yeah, she has year. a Dutch oven and everything. Boat kitchen. She does. I really miss my family. I was I. I'm excited. She was going to pick me up and take me home for the solstice. You, you guys, will help me up. I, I'm so sorry to interrupt you all. It is time to do what we must. Let's go. Thank you, Finn. <laughs> Thank you, everybody.
5: Yeah. How how about it, Argana? Okay. She she drops uh, the plate of tri tips that she's been carrying, uh, and it is it drops with a loud thud. <laughs> thud. Let's go, Deshier. I just need you
0: to sign this um, NDA contract that just says that you're not gonna uh, disclose any of our faults or uh, misgivings of, of our adventuring stuff. Cause it's important that we come across in a good light, and and if you start telling stories and stuff that make us look bad, then um, th- that that kind of is not good for our adventuring status. We're trying to get back in the in the good graces of the realm, so. Is it okay if you just sign this?
2: I'm gonna give you a pen right here, and sure, yeah, a- anything you need. Yeah. I-, I just I can't go through the forest by myself. It's scary in there. No, no, and... I I
0: get it. I'm 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 a little kid too. So that's all. I mean, I'm teenager. I'm maybe a little older than you. So
2: You're it's about okay. The same age.
0: About the same age. We're just we're we're girls. <laughs> <laughs> and she uh
2: she pulls out a quill, uh that she just happens to have in her robes, and she she goes ahead and signs, signs your parchment. Okay, that's
0: all right Th- that'll do thank you and thank you so much rolls it up
2: all right team let's go all right so you all gather up whatever you need to gather and head north towards the woods the scary misfit woods everybody do me a favor and uh, roll a perception and a stealth
5: yeah neither of these is gonna be that great for
2: me fish man what
5: perception <laughs> that's a negative one <laughs> and stealth is a one
0: off to a great start.
1: Dang.
5: <laughs> hey, guys. You know, since we have this
1: time, maybe we could talk about other ideas for the party, like like things that are not decoration, like, you know, like, like seating or napkins or tablecloths or, you know, the things that you need to actually have a Yule.
0: Uh, Twyla rolled a 15 perception and 14 stealth.
4: Abergosh has 9 and
0: 23 stealth. 15 for stealth and a 0 for perception.
2: Oh my gosh. So, uh, you make your way through the forest. It's it's seems like a standard forest. Some of you pro- probably adventured in there, maybe done some hunting. Uh, perhaps that's where you got the cow that you turned into the tri-tip. I don't know. Uh, but you travel through the forest for a ways. Uh, because... Uh, a couple of you, well, one of you, is super not stealthy uh, in this particular incident. No. instance. Um, you're making a fair bit of noise, which is fine. And you also aren't paying much attention because you're busy talking about the seating arrangements. Dasheer similarly is engaging with you and going, yeah, you know, uh, in addition to, to seating, you know, maybe your guest list could be uh, added to. Perhaps, you know, if, if you guys help me out with this, I could come by, you know, any yeah, of those Yeah, I things. just don't want uh, it to
1: feel like, you know... A non intimate gathering. Oh, I mean.
2: well, that makes sense. I understand. And as you're walking, um, you notice some uh, unusual creatures jumping out of your way, trying to steer clear of this very loud, yet somehow very quiet uh, <laughs> dragon-born barbarian. <laughs> um, uh, you notice a hornless unicorn.
5: Wouldn't that just be a horse?
2: Yes. As you continue to walk. It has the magic and powers of a unicorn, but just no horn. <laughs> yeah, it's straight up, just looks like a horse, but it does all the things a unicorn can. Mm. Um, you see some bears off in the distance. They have no hair. <gasps> oh, oh, not bears! Oh no! Completely nude bears, but they heard you coming. Don't look the bear. Oh, they're bear bears. They get very nervous.
0: That
1: does seem rather distasteful. Yeah,
2: fuzzy wuzzy wasn't very fuzzy.
0: I, I'm going to write a note about that, and maybe I'll write a, a, a haiku about that later. Oh, that'd be
2: great. Uh, you see some uh, giant frogs that are uh, actually giant dwarf frogs, so they're just normal-sized. <laughs> and uh, a, a clouder of kittens crosses your path, but uh, scurries out of the way. Adorable. So yeah, as you're dealing with this, you're just kind of wandering through the forest, and so far it's actually been pretty good. The animals don't seem to be bothering you. Uh, you noticed a fair amount of them. Have we passed any bodies of water Uh, Hmm. yes like a stream or a pond as you walk you uh, you uh, happen upon a stream all right finn goes up and he just kind of sticks his whole front
3: half kind of down in and
4: finn needs to hydrate
3: sloshes around and he comes back oh man that's much better all right let's keep going
4: a school of fish heads
2: swims by (laughs) what's up guys hey hey what's up um you continue that way for a while and, and you're surprised, actually, that the forest so far seems relatively tame. But after a while, you notice that the trees are starting to grow a little thicker uh, and closer together. And it's nearly impossible to stray from the path as they get more and more crowded. And you're certain that if you were to stray from the path, you would be lost. You soon round a corner and stumble into a dimly lit clearing. Standing in front of you is a young half-elf with a longbow in his hand and a quiver of arrows on his hip. He squints at you. Standing at his side and avoiding eye contact is a human woman in a, probably her mid 30s. Behind them are two more figures a youngish human male and a human woman. Uh, the squinty half elf squints at you some more and says, Looks like we got ourselves a bit of a Yuletide present, eh, gang? Allow me to introduce ourselves. I am Lendon, the nearsighted archer. This quiet lady here is Aruham, the socially awkward warlock. Behind me are Stinky the Barbarian, he indicates the woman, who smiles with uh, green teeth. And she seems to have actual, like, cartoon stench lines coming off of her. And next to her, uh, the gentleman over there is Trevor the LARPer. (laughs) I don't really know what his deal is, to be honest. Oh, and behind you is Rack, the usually not very sneaky rogue. And uh, you turn, and you see a Goliath looming out of the trees. You're shocked that he snuck up on you, and quite frankly... So is he? I did it, boss. Did you see? I sneaked up on them. Yeah, good, good job, Rack. Now don't let them escape. And why don't the four of you hand over anything of value?
4: I whisper, I've got the LARPer. <coughs> um,
0: I, well, the thing is, we're we're helping this young lady here. We're gonna we're trying to find her grandma because her grandma got lost. And if we find her, then she's gonna make a pie for our party. We're celebrating Yule, and and. Happy Yule and solstice to all of you as well. I hope you're having a wonderful festive season. Um, So we really need to complete our mission that we kind of gave ourselves. And um, I don't know. Have you seen any old ladies?
2: So before he answers that, when you gesture uh, and as you're talking about to share and you look to her, you notice that she is not there anymore. (laughs) She appears to have disappeared in all the confusion.
4: No doubt. We seem to have lost a share.
1: Uh, that's not good. Did
4: anyone see where she
2: went? And Linden, the archer, he says, Uh, what lady? You're talking about the dragonborn, there? Huh? Or you? Are you talking about yourself? What, what girl?
1: Oh, we had a friend that we were traveling with. It was actually kind of rude because she interrupted our party, but we forgave her because we were going to help her find her grandma. I left behind perfectly good tri-tip, and I'm still a little upset about it.
2: Ah, tritip, that sounds wonderful. I could I could definitely go for some of that myself. Uh but perhaps since you don't have any of that you could just give me any of the
4: valuables you are carrying, yes? I say we are on a mission which we have been more than patient enough in describing to you. If you'd like to head back and get the tritep, it's amidst the soil in the clearing back there. But we have a mission and we will be continuing on it. Step aside, I say He does not step aside.
0: Oh, Abergosh, maybe you could use the the band to play them away that you played earlier, or something, you know. uh, You have a spell you could probably get them to,
4: you know, distract them, maybe. I shall do worse than cast a mere band. Stand back, rogues. And I will attempt to cast a spell. Okay. I will cast Magic Missile. Alright. And I'll divide them, I don't know how many missiles I would have. Three. My intention would be to hit different person with each missile. All right. When you try to cast magic missile,
2: you actually cast magic whistle. Magic whistle. Oh no! And you go uh, and you 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 blow a jaunty tune. Uh, <laughs> whoever you were going to attack. Uh, who, who did you say you were targeting?
4: Uh, with the three different darts, I would tar- target uh, Linden, Aruham, and Stinky. All right, let's see how they do.
2: The whistle actually does, in fact, become visible and flies out towards each of those three. It is a, a whistle missile, I guess. Don't Google that. I guess they can't jump <laughs> out of the way because it's a magic missile. So each of them is going to take, uh, but they only take one damage because it's just
4: a whistle. Uh, so. And it's a very catchy tune. So they find themselves humming it. Throughout the battle, <laughs> and with that, everybody, go ahead and roll initiative.
1: Oh boy! Oh yeah! And
2: stinky takes one. All right. Okay. Roll, 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 roll. give me your initiative, please. Six. Argana. Eleven. Is it Argana or Gan or Ar- Argan? Argana. Finn. Seventeen. Twyla.
0: I got a nineteen.
2: Nineteen. Wonderful. Uh, Trevor is up first. Trevor is the larper. Uh, Trevor <laughs> ah. I, I will talk about uh, Trevor just looks like a normal dude he just looks like a guy he's like average height average build brown hair flannel shirt jeans yeah just that guy you know. He's not trying very hard hang on he's got a, he's got a rather large beard that's about his yeah. only distinguishing okay. feature he pulls out from his uh from his jacket pocket a orb about fist size that is it's a multifaceted gem it's cut on many sides, and it seems to have runes scribbled on the various sides. Trevor uh, throws that on the ground, and it rolls. Alright. Uh, and he seems to get mildly bigger. He gets a little bit a little bit more buff. His clothes get a little bit tighter uh, in a good way. What had been just like a regular hand axe grows to become a great axe. And he charges forward to attack our gunner, so he swings his great axe. All right, so that would be a ten to hit.
5: Uh, that'll hit. Wow. <laughs> All right. I might not have rolled this character very well.
4: <laughs> what is your AC? Ten. I don't right,
5: think you as did a it.
4: barbarian.
5: Uh, I'm negative one to dex.
4: As a barbarian?
5: I don't think I did this very well, you guys. All
4: right. I, I don't think it's going to be a problem. Uh, he hits you... The one will just be a lot shorter. <laughs> so
2: he only hits you for four.
1: Okay. Oh, I don't
2: like that. He takes his little orb and he puts it back in his pocket and he just kind of goes back to normal.
1: I don't know where your hands been.
2: Oh, they've, they've been everywhere. Uh, that, that is that not is
1: the I answer I want his hair right now.
2: And that ends his turn. Next up is Twilight. Okay,
0: well, um, well, what I'd like to do is, is there, um, a, a couple of people, like, of the opposing side that are in a 15-foot cone.
2: You could probably hit uh, three of them.
0: Okay, this is emanating from me, so I'm going to cast Color Spray, (laughs) which is uh, from myself, a 15-foot cone. So I kind of, I'm like, okay, well, I didn't want to have to do this, but here we go! And I throw up some powder in the air, and it goes It's kind of like some chalk dust. And, um, and a, an array of flashing lights and it goes whizz, whizz, and little like whiz bangs and stuff like that. Little color confetti goes out and it uh, throws out. So, starting with the creature that has the lowest current hit points, each creature affected by this is blinded until the spell ends. So, starting with the lowest hit points creature in that cone. All right, that would be a Ruham,
2: a woman. So, uh, it's 20,
0: so 29 minus. Whatever that is, you don't have to tell me. Okay. And then whatever that total is, is it more than the next lowest person's hit place?
2: It is not. <laughs> okay, so it only blinds a ruham then. Yeah. I think that's what it that means. So a ruham goes ah, but quietly.
0: <laughs> and uh, uh, and then and then I'm gonna move and oh no, I'm I'm actually going to inspire one of my party members and I will turn towards. Um, I'm gonna turn towards Finn, and I'm gonna say, "Hey, Finn! <clears throat> Snow is a white treat. It covers all that we see. Then it melts. Oh well." And you get a inspiration dice.
2: <laughs> Beautiful. D <D6>. six. You're inspired <laughs> by, by that. IQ I- I'm inspired, and that's nice because it is actually Finn's turn. The reverse merman may go.
3: All right, Finn is going to um, uh, take the inspiration of that wonderful haiku, and uh, first is going to uh, hold up his fin and point it at uh, not Trevor, uh, but the uh, the other guy, the archer. Stinky? Sure. Okay, Lendon. Lendon, and uh, he's going to say, "Ooh, this one's mine," and he's going to do that message in everybody's head. So that uh, he knows he's going to give his his meanest fish look. And he's going to cast True Strike on him. Yeah, so that just, uh, I will get advantage on my next target. And you guys have noticed that um, Finn uh, is half man, half fish. In the bottom half, he only is just um, a pair of legs. He doesn't have a backpack or any equipment or anything. And, um, uh, oh, I got to roll to see if I get a wild magic. No wild magic on that one. okay um, But uh, out of nowhere he, uh, he spins his uh, hand around and his generates fin. his fin around and uh, generates this large flaming sword uh, that he holds <laughs> in his hand with a uh, flame blade. So he casts that uh, and it uh, comes to fruition too. So this fiery he's now has this fiery hand and he's gonna start running uh, towards him. And uh, we'll end his turn, because he needs those two actions to do all that. So his next turn, he's going to be right up in the archer's
4: face. Oh my, it's a formidable fish.
2: Lendon is taken a bit aback by this. Uh, uh, Next up is a Ruham, the now-blinded warlock. Uh, She whispers in Lendon's ear, And he takes her arm and points it at... Who blinded? At Twyla. Oh, boy. He says, she is casting Eldritch Blast. <laughs> he speaks for her. Um, and uh, I'm going to do it at disadvantage because she is blind. Um, that is a disadvantage a 11. Uh, that'll miss. All right, The Eldritch Blast goes flying by and instead hits the tree nearby.
0: Whoa! <laughs> I mean, that was... That was really impressive, but
2: no. She she kind of hides behind Linden a bit, and then uh, next up is Stinky, the Barbarian. Uh, Stinky says, "Don't hurt my friends!" and she uh, just rushes forward, full on. Uh, sh- you can smell her as she gets near, and she charges at Finn Morisco. Well, first she goes into a bit of a rage uh, and gets even smellier. And then she raises her battle axe, swings it at you, and tend to hit. I assume that misses. <laughs> Let me check. Yes, that misses. Because you All don't right.
5: suck as much as I do. <laughs> I, I realize uh, now I know what I did. I-
2: you did actually what what rack has done which is he is a max min character instead of a min max character he did everything wrong. yeah i really i did (laughs) a lot of things wrong uh is up next the archer he squints and tries to tries to make out where everybody is (laughs) there's
3: just a fish with a flaming sword coming at him that would be the (laughs) thing he can see the best
2: since you are the closest that is who he's going to attack since you're the person he can see the best how close did you get When you ran at him. Within melee range, for sure. All right. Well, in that case, he is not going to use his bow. He is actually going to pull out his short sword and attempt to attack you. For 13. I'm going to use my reaction to cast shield. (laughs) (laughs) Misses. His short sword glances off and misses. (laughs) Uh, He is quite annoyed. Next, Argana.
1: Oh, hey. Hey. Hey, you touched me. I didn't like that. Now I'm angry, um, <laughs> so she's going to uh, rage. Um,
5: <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so yay,
5: I'm raging. What's the the guy that hit me? It's t- Teddy. What's it, the Larp'er? Right, Trevor. Trevor. Trevor's the one that hit me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna reckless attack on him with my great axe, a 12 and a 12. Does the 12 hit?
2: Ten. Yes, it actually does hit him.
5: <laughs> noise. 11 damage
2: Okay. Hey, not cool, man.
5: You shouldn't hit people that don't want to be hit,
1: jerk.
4: (laughs) Abragosh. All right. I will turn around to this Goliath rogue, and I shall cast Ray of Sickness. I shall attempt to cast Ray of Sickness, making terribly ill.
2: Uh, Okay, this is actually the only one I didn't come up with what it means. uh, with what it does, so you guys can help me with this. You instead cast Ray of Sick
4: Beats. (laughs) (laughs) Why are all all musical? Just those
2: (laughs) two. Those are, like, the only two musical ones out of the whole thing. It just happened to be whatever I
4: I think some sick beats start playing, and he's got to dance instead of do his rogue stuff.
2: Or or what if it's a bunch, like, a bunch
3: of, like, a ray of, like, (laughs) rotted uh, beats, like the vegetable, come at him, and they just cover (laughs) it.
4: Is it B E E T or is it B E A T? How'd you write it down? It then? is B E A T. Okay, he could also no. he can <laughs> cast both kinds, maybe yeah. later.
2: All right, he casts ray of sick beats, and uh, Rax mm-hmm. is compelled mm-hmm. to dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Rax's turn. He dances, kind of mm-hmm. like he does a little moonwalk, and he's like spins, and he like he does one of those things where he. He spins around a pole, but he uses a tree because he's so dang big, and just mm-hmm. <laughs> spins around that. And he's like, "Yeah!"
4: Oh, I, w- I was that? Good enough for now, I
2: suppose. Uh, that's his turn. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say you cost him a turn with that. Trevor is up. Trevor is not happy that you have attacked him. He is going to attack you right back, Miss Argana. Uh, he got eleven.
5: He hits me.
2: <laughs> Thirteen, but it is slashing, so half that, so six. Okay. You take six slashing damage. We are not friends. Twyla, your turn.
0: I I think this is going really good, guys. But um, I, I we really gotta find uh, the you know the grandmother. Um, so uh, I I really probably just need you to go. So she's gonna point at the barbarian smelly stinky <laughs> stinky. Uh, she's gonna point at the stinky and say, um, uh, why don't you just fall on the floor. Let me tell you a joke. Um, there was a there was a, a, a big, jolly old fella, and he had some cookies, and he got so... <laughs> he got so tickled that he, he had to sit down on the shelf and have... Um, I don't really have a joke here. Um, I'm, it's, it's workshopping it, so uh, Twilight's gonna cast... Tasha's hideous laughter. She has to make a saving a wisdom saving throw. Alright.
2: She rolls a 15. Well, that succeeds. Can I
0: inspire back?
4: No, you can't inspire <laughs> back.
0: Oh. So nothing happens. Never mind.
4: I don't know. Do a haiku and see what happens.
0: <laughs> a fish man
4: <laughs> through message. <laughs> comes here.
3: The vengeance shall be sweet. Yes. No more. The life
2: blood.
4: Anything? In Nothing happens. No. 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 You.
2: You are now uninspired.
0: No. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Finn.
3: Haikus are my thing. Stop it. I'm just. I'm just riffing. I'm just trying to jam. I don't know.
0: It's harder than it looks. It
3: really is. I appreciate that.
2: I'll let you have that haiku as a free action, there, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> I but it, is, it is now your turn.
0: I will use my movement to oh. back up.
2: You backed up. Well, we you only back up would. so far because there's a big old dancing uh, rogue behind you. Well, not For that you. way. Okay.
0: <laughs> the other way. Another way.
2: I'll say you go off to like the left, just kind of yeah, get out of Yeah, within like way.
0: 30 feet of people, but away from the fray.
2: Gotcha. Okay. Finn. All right. I'm now. Uh, I have my
3: true strike ready, mm-hmm. my flaming sword. So I'm gonna roll with advantage on this person. Let uh. Uh, I'm gonna use the inspiration just to make it extra crazy. That's a 19 to hit. That, that will hit. All right, and they're gonna take 3d6 fire damage. Oh, oh could have been better, though. They're gonna take eight fire damage.
2: Lendon seems surprised that all of a sudden there's a flaming sword uh, right in front of him. Squints at you a bit. Ow! Mate, that wasn't very nice. Ruham is next. She is still blind. Yes, the blindness lasts until... It's like, it's like a full minute or something? It says one round is the duration. So I, I assume that means like from my turn to my turn. That makes sense. Alright, she's no longer blind. But turnabout is far, fair play. So she whispers... She again whispers into Lendon's ear. And she points at you, Twyla. And Lendon says, Blindness! And, uh, she casts Blindness, Deafness at you. Go ahead and roll a con save.
0: Okay. I rolled a
2: 12 total. You succeed. Okay! You are not blind.
0: <laughs> Excellent.
2: Good job. All right, <laughs> Stinkies. Stinky is up next. Uh, Stinky is... I think Stinky's up next to Finn, right? He, she attacked you before. So we're, she's just going to go ahead and continue that. 13 to hit.
3: Uh I am going to
2: again cast shield.
3: Oh.
2: <laughs> Alright, and again use all my spell slots. That's great. This is only the first encounter. Uh, <laughs> I'll take you out later, fish man. <laughs> Alright. Uh so Stinky misses and she goes,
0: That's not fair.
2: She kinda like stomps her feet, throws a little bit of a tantrum. But she also sort of puts herself in between you and the uh, the warlock and archer. Next up is Lenden, the archer. He backs up a bit and he lets loose with an arrow at Finn. That is a 20 to hit. Oh, that'll hit. All right. And again, with my damage, I roll a one. So four damage. Next up is Argana.
1: You guys are just kind of ruining what was already like supposed to be a really good day. Now it's a really bad day. I don't
5: like it. I'm going to attack the LARP kid again. So 17 to hit. That hits. Nope. So that's going to be 11. So another 13 damage to him.
2: Ouch. He is hanging on by just a thread. Poop. Abragosh.
4: All right. Well, Abragosh will prepare to cast a spell, but first he'll say, All right, now look, you lot. Clearly this tussle could go on. All day. Clearly we have various unfortunate ailments in common. So let's just take a moment. You all can go on your way and we'll go on and we'll rescue this grandmother with the pies. And we can let bygones be bygones. If you don't agree, I'll be forced to cast Burning Hand. Cast away, then. Oh, come on.
2: (laughs) Are you sure? I'm sure. Mostly because I want to see what happens when you cast burning hands.
4: <laughs> How many fingers am I holding up, you, the archer? Hmm. How many fingers? Can you see? Hmm. I have to use these fingers to cast burning hands. How many fingers do you see? Twelve? Uh, Is it twelve? No, I don't have twelve fingers. Who has twelve fingers? It
1: could possibly even be that. Come on. I had a cousin, you know, on, on my mom's side of the family. Uh, Was
2: his name Dave? I know a guy named Dave with twelve
4: fingers. I
1: don't think- so we didn't want to
4: talk to that I'll attempt to cast Burning Hands. Yay. Uh, Chris, this one
2: I believe came from you. It's Burning Hams. Uh, (laughs) So you cast Burning Hams. Flaming honey-baked goodness comes flying out of your hands and smack. Who are you targeting?
4: (laughs) Mm, Well, Burning Hands... I don't know about the hams, but you like spread out your fingers and you cast it at like... A group, so yeah. as many with like Lendon in the middle, as many enemies are, as I can d- kind of delicious like catch in glazed there. honey baked. Uh, but they're burning, so they're gonna hurt you. Hands on
2: fire, oh, yeah, but
0: yeah, I come hurtling.
2: <laughs> yeah, all right, roll uh, roll for it just like you would if it was burning hands. But I'm gonna have right. it be hands.
4: They did ask early on about the tri tip or something, so maybe they'll be distracted. It's gonna be three d six damage. And they're all going to roll. Everyone I get hit is going to make a deck save. Okay. It's
2: 10. Lendon just flat out missed.
4: <laughs> rolled a 1.
2: And Aruham mm. uh, got a nat 20,
4: somehow. <laughs> Ooh, alright. So Aruham will take. Uh, they'll take 8 damage. Aruham will take half that. So 8 ham damage. Alright, 4 so for Aruham. Damage. Hamage. Hamage hey, yes. You,
2: you hit Stinky
4: and Lendon for eight, and a Ruham just takes a, a mild four. Oh, well, that's even better. Organa, would you like some of this delicious ham I've made for later?
1: <laughs> Hamage! <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I don't know that that, that knife, the, the weapons have been thoroughly sanitized, and I'm pretty sure that that hasn't been you know, cooked We it. could
4: wipe the dirt and the blood I off I just don't think it's later, been cooked at can... food
1: grade temperatures either.
4: No, no, it's burning. It's perfectly good. This is, a, this is actually better than the original spell. What's A lot of the
2: uh, modifications to your spells ended up, I think, better. So we'll see how they work out.
4: All right. Next up is Rack. He's just going to attack Abergosh with his rapier. I can see you dancing. 12 to hit? 14 armor class. A dodge.
2: Mostly dexterity. If he hadn't been a max man, he would have hit you. But instead, he had negative on his roll. All right. He misses. Uh, and he's like, mmm, ham, and kind of lumbers towards uh, the ham. If any of you want to... Help yourself! If any of you want to take an attack of opportunity as he wanders that
4: way, if you still have reactions, feel free. I have a reaction. I'll stab him. Alright, go for it. The dagger. Twelve. <laughs> that hits. Nice. Because
2: my rogue only has an armor class of ten.
4: My most effective attack so far. Five piercing damage. Ouch.
2: Ouch! I'm gonna eat some ham. <laughs> All right, next up, back to top of the round, it's Trevor. He rolls his multifaceted gemstone again. Ooh, he rolled well this time. Holds out his great axe. Where is he? And he is going to swing at Argana again because you're the one who's attacking him. That's a nine. So I think that misses because you have an armor class of ten, right?
5: Yeah. Hey, right. I'm worth something.
2: He misses.
5: Suck it, son!
2: <laughs> Try you're up.
5: Okay, well, um,
0: so uh, let's recap what's going on. So there's a rogue dancing still.
2: He's done dancing. And now he's, he's dancing. E- now he is eating ham.
0: Okay, <laughs> okay. So the rogue is eating ham.
2: Yeah. So in the center of the clearing is you've got Finn, who's uh, squaring off against Stinky the Barbarian with his flaming sword. You've got next to them you've got Rack kneeling down eating a bunch of of cooked ham. And then behind them, you and then on the other side of them, you've got the the Warlock and the Archer. Oh, and then the LARPer is right in front of Argana, right?
0: All right, well, the Warlock took a shot at me, so I'm going to go back after her. her? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think y'all should be a little bit better behaved, and I'm going to cast Fairy Fire at the Warlock and at the Archer. Okay, London, yep. In, in that area, um, whoever I can hit... How big is it? In a twenty-foot cube. Okay,
2: you could light up. You could light up everybody. You'd light up Finn as well. But you could light up all, all four of them. Everybody. I'll light except up Finn tre- too. Yeah. Everybody right. except for Trevor.
0: Okay, so all of them have to make a dexterity saving throw.
2: So Lendon and Rack succeeded. Aruham and, and Stinky did not succeed.
0: So they are glowing in a green, uh, pulsing green light, and any attack roll on them
2: uh, has advantage for up to a minute. Finn, you are, uh, your way of, between you and the people you had been attacking, is now a very smelly barbarian, who is glowing green. What would you like to do?
3: I'd like to hit him with my flaming sword. Do it, hit her. Of of sorcerous justice. Mm -hmm. With advantage.
2: Oh yes, with with advantage. With
3: advantage. (laughs) Got a dirty 20. Yeah, that hits. That'll be 3d6 fire damage. That's a good roll. 11 fire yeah. Stinky is bleeding. He in, his, in And he'll message in his head, Die,
2: scum! Aah! But then in real life, he just says... Is... <laughs> Stinky cries a little bit. Alright, a Ruham is up. She whispers to Lendon something and attempts to cast, and, and he... He says the words to cast Eldritch Blast, and it uh, is aimed at Abergosh, but misses. <laughs> Stinky, seeking revenge, is going to attack Finn, and it's going to miss uh, with that roll. So, next. <laughs> Lendon is up. He is going to fire at Twilight. <laughs> Natural one. He, because uh, it was a disadvantage, he fires his bow it goes flying out and actually ends up hitting Trevor and knocks him out. Trevor the LARPer is no more. No more?
5: <laughs> yeah, that's what you get, you piece of poop. I'm gonna go for Linden. So I'm gonna rush up to him and attempt to attack him with my ragey, ragey self and be like, you started this. So that's gonna be a 16, 16 hit.
2: I can't stinky uh, hits.
5: That's going to be eight damage.
2: Eight damage.
5: That takes Linden out. Nice. I said what I said. Any of
1: the rest of you want a piece of me? Come at me, bro. I'll put
5: you in the (laughs) prowl. Can I attempt to intimidate them? Into what? To leave since I took out their leader.
2: Yeah. They just lost two people. Like back to back. Yeah, you can try. Uh, Pick a person to talk to.
5: Is there still the Goliath there, too, or is he just chilling?
2: He's eating ham off the ground, but he's there. So good.
5: But he's, like, not engaged. All right.
2: With the ham. He will be in a moment.
5: So then that leaves. We have Stinky the Barbarian, and we have the Sorceress Lady. Yep. All right, I'm going to look at her and be like, You got something to say? Say it to my face. Because she's not talking. Get it? It's not really very sensitive of me. But, anyways, I'm no. gonna try to intimidate her, since right. she just lost basically her voice.
2: Roll intimidation. Oh no. Oh, and since she's scared of everything, go ahead and roll it with advantage.
5: Yeah. Okay, that's a ten. It was, oh, that's a, That it is exactly a enough. <laughs> ten,
2: ten is ten is what I had in mind. Uh, she turns around and just runs into the forest.
5: <laughs> yeah, and stay. I'm just going to turn and look at Stinky. That's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to look.
2: But you know the look.
5: It's a look.
2: Oh, yeah. With my face. We got two left. We got Stinky, the stinky barbarian, who's not doing great. And Rack, who's still looking pretty good. But up next is Abergosh.
4: All right. Realizing I picked my whole spell list based on uh, spells that had words that were easy to change into other words, which isn't tactically great, but then again none of them do what they're supposed to do anyway, so my only cantrip that could cause damage is Frostbite. Okay. I will call I will cast Frostbite on Stinky <laughs> uh, You've cast frostbite. Oh, a freshman
2: okay. in high school runs out of the woods and, uh, <laughs> attempt, and attempts to
5: Do they do a Sean Connery impression? Because that's what it sounded like Frostbite. Oh.
2: Uh, The the frosh runs out and attempts to bite. Mm. Stinky, what? Freshman, I get it now. Yeah, what uh, what would you normally roll for frostbite? Let's just go ahead and roll that.
4: (laughs) Stinky would make a Constitution saving throw and then take (laughs) one d6 cold damage and have disadvantage on the next attack. She fails. Well, she fails. I'm
2: pretty sure since she got two.
4: (laughs) Nice. Alright, one D six frost damage. That's gonna be Oh only a one, but she also has disadvantage on her next attack. Alright,
2: so she has disadvantage and also she has broken out in a wicked case of acne. Uh oh. Alright. Silent killer. Uh, Rack is good. He wipes <laughs> oh, he stands no. up, wipes his mouth, Ham hey, good and turns around. And he uh, is going to he's gonna go hide behind a tree at disadvantage I am going to use. so this large Goliath goes behind a little sapling and you can a hundred percent see him. But he thinks he's hiding. And then he pulls out his bow and shoots <laughs> it at Abergosh. Oh natural twenty.
4: Uh, <laughs> oh no sne- Oh no, where has that Goliath gone? I can't possibly OW <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no sneak attack damage, uh because he's not
2: hidden. But, uh, yeah, he hits you. So, let's see. Where's my D6? There it is. You take four damage.
4: All right. That's 20% of my damage. Yes, it is. Level three.
5: We so squish.
4: Level three
1: wizard.
5: You extra squish. Twyla.
0: I'll run up to Stinky, I guess. And I'll (laughs) Yeah, because Rack is
5: hiding,
2: so...
0: Okay, yeah, I'll go up to Stinky, and I'll attack him with my rapier. I'll pull out a rapier and go swish, swish! Roll for it. So that'll be a 19 to hit. That hits. Five piercing damage with a rapier. And then I will use my bonus action to inspire Argana, and I'm going to say, Argana, I've got another haiku, and maybe you can... um, uh uh help finish off this this melee that we're having uh <clears throat> here's the, here's the haiku i saw bears drink beer they had no hair on their hide bear bar beers barely beer quite good i don't get it <laughs> very nice
4: it's a bit of a play on words plus we saw the bear bears earlier I i assure you it's quite impressive
0: okay thanks you, Abagosh.
4: you are inspired
0: D6, Inspiration die. That's my turn. All right,
3: Finn. Let's use that flaming sword while I got it. Stinky's still lit up like a Christmas tree. She is indeed. 21. That hits.
2: 12 fire damage. Ooh, Stinky dead. (laughs) Unconscious. Yeah, Stinky is knocked out. Somehow the... The flames of the sword ignite the stench cloud around Stinky and uh, suck all the oxygen out. She plops down unconscious. (sighs) But she smells better. Mm. That leaves uh, just Rack left and Argana. It's your turn.
5: I'm gonna hit him. I'm
2: gonna
5: run up and swing at him. Because that's what I do. So uh, this dragonborn is going to charge and as daintily as possible... While still making an impact attempt to attack the Goliath. Uh, it's an 11, 22 to hit.
2: That will hit.
5: That's going to be 14 damage.
2: Ow. All right, he is reeling.
1: You know, you could just take the ham and go home.
2: I, I can leave.
1: I mean, I don't really, I'm not that invested in this anymore. I got the guy that I was after.
2: And you wizard guy, you said I could leave everyone else okay if if I leave
1: no, that's fine. go ahead, please go
2: hand. I'd prefer to kill
3: him
1: here. Have some hand sanitizer <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: so he uh he walks away off into the woods.
4: Oh, I can not even see where he went. Oh, he's
2: disappeared. Wow, he's oh, so I would have sneaky.
4: attacked him wow, that well, he does have
0: some
1: abilities
2: <sighs> his feet are sticking out behind the tree that but you can see him. <laughs>
1: just um, What the heck happened to uh... De, de, de... Deshear? Yeah, Desdemona. Desheer, yes, are you still you do? around? Uh, did, did, you, did you disappear?
2: Everyone roll perception.
0: Oh. <laughs> we did it. Twelve. Seven. Five.
2: One. Alright, so only Finn notices this. There <laughs> Through was... echolocation. <laughs> yep. Uh, you notice there is a flower, right on the edge of the trail, and it starts to grow, and uh, the flower the flower grows and grows and eventually becomes sheer. Wow, that's a cool trick! So you can turn into flowers.
1: That wasn't terribly helpful. I mean, we just had kind of a heavy combat there, and you just kind of disappear. That's kind of oh. not super cool.
2: I don't really know how to fight, and I can turn into plants. But plants aren't very good fighters because they can't move. So... Well, I don't know. I mean, there are some
0: plants that are actually quite carnivorous. And, and there's, like, snaring plants and and uh, blights and stuff like that. Maybe if you channel your your rage and energy into plants that actually can do damage, it could help in a combat situation.
1: Could have at least backed us up back there. You know, just emotionally supportive. I really just... It's true, yeah. I don't really feel very good about this.
2: Well, I... I thought since I turned into a flower that maybe maybe you would think it was pretty and it would make you have give, have something to fight for, but I'm sorry I didn't do a very good job. I'll, I'll try harder next time. We didn't even know that
0: you were a flower, so, but next
2: time that'll help. All right, so uh, you guys have defeated the band of misfits. Yay! You're all doing pretty well, reasonably well. None of you were hurt significantly, although some of you could probably use a little bit of healing. You don't notice any large goliaths. So- pretending to hide behind you you make your way through the forest as you're exiting the forest you do notice out on the periphery a woman that appears to be a snake but she has tiny people for hair
4: masterful yep.
2: and you see a lot of statues come to life D- around did she- her. Yeah,
3: okay thank you <laughs> there it is you're welcome yeah there it is
2: uh that's the end of my stupid characters there all right uh <laughs> I had to use them all. Um, all right. So you make your way out of the forest and you f- you see as you make your way out. Tashir runs out. She sees an old woman and runs over to her and goes, Granny, Granny. And uh, an ol- the old lady turns. She is dead. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> she's dressed in, in really ancient looking leather armor and she's working on a, a patch. She looks like she's just finished up patching a, a Hole in the hull of her boat.
5: Hot granny. Yeah. It's
2: Sarsa in the future. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she says she's drinking a lot. Oh, and she hello says, there, dearie. How are
4: you? <laughs> this uh, is there. my boat.
5: Yeah. Why is your Sarsa so, like Swedish? Welcome
4: to the Crescent Squaw 14. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, yeah, you're going <laughs> to come on board, have some meat or schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some uncle meat in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Y'all, I now no, lo- I now no longer remember what Granny sounds I'm like. Sorry, so I'm sorry. So I'm gonna sorry. she's going to sound like
2: that now. All right. Granny says, I'm sorry. Oh,
5: yeah. Hi,
2: Dashir. Because <laughs> I don't remember what she sounds like. So that's it. Just um, make her sweetest said, a chef. You made it here.
5: <laughs> here, it is. Here.
2: Very good. Uh, oh, who are your friends? And uh, Dashir introduces. She says, oh, uh, this is Finn and Twyla and Abergosh and Argana. They helped me get through uh, the forest. And we fought, well, they fought bandits. Dushir says, oh, yeah, well, thank you very much for, No, know. Deneer says, you yeah, did know, this to, to yourself. You know, I, I did. I made this very <laughs> difficult on myself. Deneer says, oh, yeah, very good. Thank you so much for your help. I have to tell you, uh, our people, the Druids, have been taken captive by the northern elves. They came to our village. They, they captured all of the other druids. I only got away because I was on my boat. And I sailed here because you're the only other person I the know. But my, bro- my boat broke down.
1: Oh, well, that sounds terrible. Listen, we're about to have a party. Do you want to come to our party instead? of Dealing with
2: that? Would you like some ham? Oh, I would love some ham. Uh, and she offers you a ride uh, on her boat. back, either, either back home or if you were willing to help. Off to help her in this village at her village of Owl Query. Sorry, what? Owl <laughs> Owl query. query. Yes, like whoo oh. whoo Owl like, Query, like question Owl Query. Yes.
0: So you want us to help find all of
2: the people in your town that went missing because some elves kidnapped them all? Oh, they're not. They're not missing. They're in the jail in town. But I don't know why the, el- oh. the elves attacked. They said something about a war on Yule, and then they are they arrested all of <laughs> all of the druids.
0: Well, I will not stand for that. anyone who attacks the holiday season
2: deserves t- to be brought to justice. I think they didn't like us because we celebrate Solstice and they celebrate Yule. But we would never stop them from celebrating Yule. So if you will help us, that would be wonderful.
1: I mean, I think you guys are really underestimating how long Trag Tip takes to cook, but...
0: Well, we'll all help Argana when we get it back. I'm really good at making sticky
2: buns. And apparently I can make ham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I can donate some... Nog, if you would like it for us. No, pies, trappings. pies. You
1: make really good pies.
2: I do, in fact, make some pies. This is what I hear.
1: Okay, well, <laughs> I just feel like as long as we can ensure that yeah. the caliber of this party is, is up to speed, then, yeah, I'll pitch in.
3: Yes, yes. I'm
4: sure it'll be quick.
3: Finn? Yes, for swift vengeance on, the, on our enemies with my flaming sword. And I assume the ten minutes goes up and it disappears. and goes.
4: Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Let's go. The fisherman says he's
1: in. Are you going to go in the boat or out of the boat or should we drag your head underneath?
0: Are you going (laughs) to swim and then like kind of kick your humanoid legs? Well,
3: that's
1: like questions. It's
4: really the least efficient part of both halves you have going.
3: (laughs) It's the worst possible combination. I just want to jump in every once in a while and, and take a deep breath. Is that is that okay? Can I do
1: that? Maybe we can,
2: yes, like, okay. tow you along. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, in some combination of in the water and in the boat, uh, you all—well, actually, first the boat is ashore. So I, you all help uh, Granny push the boat out into the water, and most of you get on board. Finn just sticks his head in the water and is just trawled behind the boat. This little legs uh, <laughs> are hanging out, just like. Yeah, <laughs> just tied him to the to the back to the back of the boat. Ah. <sighs> Uh, The boat makes its way across the water to the city of Owlquerie. On its way there, uh, Granny, uh, Deneer Denir insists you call her Granny. And she says, she tells you all about how the elves had come to the village of Owlquerie earlier in the year. And they let, the druids let them in, let them live there despite them being slightly different uh, than, than the druids themselves. And then right before solstice, the most important holiday to the druids, they rounded everyone up and took them away in chains. A short rest is occurring on the boat. Everyone can chill out. And then when we come back, we will hit Owl Query and we will finish off our adventure.
0: Hello, Roll Table listeners. The whole cast of Knights wishes you season's greetings and hope you are staying safe and staying home as much as you can this holiday season. And if this little podcast can bring you some smiles and distraction, well, that makes us all a little bit more happy. This is the last episode of 2020, and next year we will continue season four with Jeff Frank in the DM chair. At the start of 2020, which seems like a thousand years ago at this point, we were just finishing season two, which I DM'd. This is Chris, by the way. We did a really funny season two one shot, which Jen Crespo DM'd. Then Zach ran season three, which had some hilarious moments and some heart-tugging suspense. We had season one characters come back in and some new characters join in. About four episodes into season three, quarantine happened. And we stopped recording in person and it took us some time to figure out what we should do and how we would continue. Or even if we should continue if we couldn't meet in the same room. Eventually, we decided it was worth it to keep going and continued recording virtually. We did a standalone one shot of the Humblewood campaign setting. We continued Season 3 and brought in some guests. We did a Season 3 one-shot and our first spooky Halloween one-shot, as well as using a whole different system. Finishing Season 3 let us figure out the next step for the podcast, incorporating ancestry and culture backgrounds for characters. We brought in Carlos Guzman as a permanent member of the cast. Jeff stepped into DM Season 4, and that brings us to now. Thanks to all of our guests in 2020, Mark Crespo, David Armstrong, Alex Deda, Lenny Rivera, Chanel Mays, Tad Stones, and Matt Acevedo. And we hope to have a lot more guests in the year to come. We just want to thank everybody for listening to the show. Again, if you want to support us, the best way is let somebody know. Word of mouth is the best way. But if you want to leave a five-star review and a kind words of encouragement, or just let us know what you think of the show. Um, Go to any of your podcast outlets, and you can leave a rating and review, and we would greatly appreciate that. We love reading those, and we love to hear what people are thinking of the show. You can find us online at Rolled Table on Instagram and Twitter. Um, We are quite active on the Twitter, and if you ask us any questions about the show, um, we will probably answer. We also have a Discord server where you can join in, chat with the cast, get feedback, see original artwork, get some pizza-making tips, all that kinds of stuff. And if you want to see all the original artwork from the show, which uh, I do, um, you can check out our Instagram, which is at Roll Table, and that features artwork from the show, all the characters and everything like that. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Sorry, this went a little bit long, um, but we had a really hard but fun year and we can't wait until next year to see what happens with the show and uh with these characters that we've grown to love so thank you let's get back to the holiday one shot and hope you guys enjoy and happy new year to everybody and don't forget to go out but stay in and make life an
1: adventure
2: you travel on the boat for a ways Processes and you, you dock in a little bay near the t- village of Owlquery. The village of Owl Query is nestled between a natural bay and a heavily wooded forest. The village is rather quaint, consisting mostly of buildings made of earthen mounds. Although there are some newer structures, which are more like log cabins, the town also seems overtly cheerful right now. There's decorations strewn ab- from all the buildings, and there's a particularly large and garish pine tree in the center of town uh granny says no it can't be when she sees it and around that tree sits several armed and anxious looking elven guards uh as you arrive in Alquary and disembark from the ship granny says now we need to go and we should try to find the druids but i want to take a closer look at the tree if we can.
1: Maybe to you could turn into a pine cone and we could just chuck you at the tree. Oh, I could do that. That would be, that would be easy. But then how am I going to get back?
2: There's all the elves there.
1: That sounds like a you problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, Argana's really passive aggressive.
5: <laughs> Argana's still a little mad that, like, we got into trouble and, like, this chick just, like, turned into a plant and left aside, side <laughs> like that's not cool man
2: she interrupted your party she turned into a flower now you have to go save her stupid relatives uh
1: not exactly having a great day
2: yeah so granny says that looks an awful lot like the grandfather tree dashir goes the grandfather tree no it can't be that's that's in the woods they wouldn't they couldn't and they they kind of just chatter back and forth like
1: that's that's not
0: no it can't that
2: can't be that that that's not right uh,
0: I got a question for you. What's a grandfather tree and why is it important?
2: Well, there's a mythology that the tree is an ancestor of all the druids in Owl Query. And every year at Solstice, we perform a cleansing ceremony to keep the grandfather's spirit happy and tethered to this plane to protect over Owlquery and watch over the animal folk in the woods. Like wood. get rid of all the bugs and stuff? The bugs, the evil spirits, the nasties, oh, the demons. Oh, evil
0: spirits. Okay, that's good too.
2: Demons? Whatever. How are you talking, Fishman? <laughs> Through magic. He uses oh. like a <laughs> mental kind
0: of thing. He sends you a message. I so am a powerful you're, you're... sorcerer.
1: <laughs> I just feel like if you're using your brain to talk, you shouldn't have to spit so much when you do well, it.
3: I can't control it. I still move my mouth. It's like when you, you mouth and you're talking on the... I don't know. Um, um, um. <laughs> so, so I love
2: it. it
0: sounds like gang we need a game plan If now are these elves are they like elves
2: or are they like elves well until recently i thought they were all very nice elves they all they all came about and they they were just sort of uh they they moved here recently i know that the elves were driven from their homes uh, a few years early, they've been nomadic ever since. But they're just regular old elves, as far as I know. Just from further up north, uh, they we welcomed them here into Owl Query. They've been seemingly quite happy until whatever drove them to this. Hmm. I bet it has something to do with the tree, though. If they cut down the grandfather tree, ah, uh, oh, the the rest of the druids they would have they would have not reacted to that very well at all. There's something going on here that we we don't know the full story
0: about. the The elves might not be thinking they did anything wrong. Maybe maybe they're. Maybe they're trying to save something or or do some sort of ritual that we don't even know about. We shouldn't attack them unless we know the full story, you guys. Or if they're rude. Well...
3: Oh, we could just attack them and see what happens.
2: Well, Finn, come on. You know we can't do that. As you guys are talking, a horde of, of animals, just a whole bunch. You got elk, you got reindeer, you got bears, you got dogs, cats, birds... Insects, all sorts of animals, flood out of the forest towards the ta- village of Owl Query. Uh, and they swarm the elves. And they're just attacking everything. They start knocking over. It seems like they're going specifically after the Yule decorations. Hmm, interesting. And the tree. Uh, they, they knock down the tree, and it actually crashes in front of the prison, blocking the door.
0: Wow, that was a lot to happen
2: in a very short amount of
0: <laughs> explanation. <Whoa! laughs>
2: Granny says, this isn't right. They don't look like any of our people. And Dashir says, yeah, regular animals wouldn't, they wouldn't act like that. And they must be being controlled or, or angry about something.
1: I guess we I should go know. mess with stuff.
4: I will attempt to create a, use Minor Illusion to create uh, a Yule decoration in front of us and see if they attack that. Good choice.
2: You have rolled Minor Delusion.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, so you yes go on you can
2: attempt to convince somebody that the illusion that you would like to pretend is there has been created but you would have to basically convince them
4: all right okay do i have like
2: magical advantage on that yeah, just you just have to yell out what you see and if if
4: somebody could be convinced they could be convinced (sighs) oh look animals look at this yule decoration here i wonder if you should also decorate attack this because it's just sort of an experimental thing i think this tactic here where i tell you it might ruin the initial hypothesis method but uh, regardless look at this yule decoration here come and attack it Uh, You do that, and several of the animals actually
2: look your way, Hmm? um, and they start charging at you.
4: Nope, not here. Nope. Look at the decoration. Look at the decoration. Uh,
2: They charge at the decoration. One of them uh, misses, uh, runs right through it, and it's, it's a reindeer, and it actually runs over Grandma. Oh no! <laughs> grandma
0: got run over by
2: oh. that reindeer, <laughs> oh. and that's the sh- that's everything. Can Twyla, write
0: are... this down.
2: Twi- write it down, Twyla. <laughs> I don't see the significance of that. Just it's just gonna be big. I know it. I feel it's gonna be big. <laughs> she is knocked to the ground, and the ampa- animals continue to rampage. Your delusion is is.
1: She wasn't my grandma. Maybe we should maybe we should just go home then.
0: Yeah, you're right. We should probably just go. Let's go back and have our party.
3: Guys, we have to bring Swift Justice to something. I'm gonna do the flaming sword thing again.
1: But we got a free boat.
2: Dashir is is bent low over her over her grandmother and says, Granny, granny, are you okay? And Granny says, Oh yeah, I'm fine. I hurt my leg a bit, but it's not too bad. But I I can't go with you. I'll I'll find a way to sneak in and and, and save the the village people, <laughs> the, the people of the village. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Construction worker,
3: the and <laughs> the Indian. Yeah, I,
2: as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like... All the
3: know? village people.
2: <laughs> and she offers to stay behind and try to figure out the druid situation, and she tasks to share with taking you guys into the woods to investigate what happened to the grandfather tree.
0: The one that got knocked down?
2: Well, there's the tree that she thinks might be the grandfather tree that's in town. It looks an awful lot like it, but a tree is a tree. So she could be wrong, but she would. She wants. What did druids know? Exactly, so she wants to shear to take you guys to investigate what's going on in the woods. Okay.
0: Very well, let's go. Are we not concerned about all of the druids that are locked up in town? Or are we and just? The that let's that let's just go look crazy. at a
4: tree. I, the oat woman said she'd take care of that. We've got to go check on the trees. Oh, okay, all important. right, sure.
2: We'll do the bee mission. That's that's good. If you want to rescue the druids, you can, and but I can't make it to the grandfather tree, and I'm sure that the. This whole misunderstanding and these animals fighting, they're all related to the grandfather tree.
0: Well, I know. It's just my spells work better on people than trees. But it's cool. It's fine. Let's do that. Oh, no. You're screwed. All right. So we go with... Deshier. Da- Deshier. Dasher.
3: Perhaps Dasher. I could
4: teach you some spells. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that would be a bad idea. <laughs> Deshier, can you turn into any plant? I think I can. I've turned into any plant I can see. I've turned into different types. I've turned into... Oh... One time I turned into kelp. One time I turned into just a seed. I could turn into a pine cone. I can turn into all sorts of plants.
3: Could you turn into a long vine with thorns on it?
2: I might be able to do that. Why
3: would you want that? Well, try it. Do it now.
2: She attempts to do that. A long vine with thorns. Six uh, six
3: feet long or so.
2: She's big thorns on the end. I'm terrified of what Jeff's going to do with this. Uh, she, she screws up her face really in, in concentration, sort of elongates and and like shrinks in and flops to the floor. And there is now a six foot ish long vine covered in thorns. Oh, well done! Cool.
3: Goes over. Nicely done. That's great. Picks it up and wants to kind of swing it around. Does it stay together? It does. All right. I want to uh, hit Abrogash with it. Does this
2: hurt? Ow! Yes! Roll, roll a <laughs> melee attack. Uh, 12.
4: Does that hit you, Abergosh? No, <laughs> but I'm quite sure it would hurt.
0: Well, hit Argana because she her, she doesn't have as much... <laughs> okay, as <laughs> well, hit Argana. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did that hurt? Is this good? Is
2: this a good weapon? As you swipe again and your arm comes down, she transforms back into Dashir and you're holding her hair.
1: Both, Ooh. I'm both slightly hurt and a little aroused.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> oh please, gosh. please don't hit my friends with me. But
3: uh, like, with the next time that we face a foe, that is what you could do instead of being a a wallflower. It's certainly more
4: functional than being a flower. Yes.
2: Okay. That's what, if I'm,
3: we that's what I'm saying. is on the right.
4: William Moulton Marston is going.
0: Well done. I love this
5: episode. <laughs> <laughs> the safe word is pumpkin
0: <laughs> okay kids might be listening
5: <laughs> and oh, it's yeah. important for Safety them to know important. boundaries and yeah. safe words oh
0: my gosh consent
3: <laughs> what what about a uh, a uh, poison ochre um
2: uh, let's, let's uh, we're really, walking we're walking, through the forest, walking. towards the tree uh, just
4: to,
3: a tactical continue to discuss so
2: know? uh you make your way over to around the vi- skirt around the village no issues there um and head towards the forest Uh, There is a a path with a couple of elves standing in front of it, seemingly guarding. Or you could try to just walk through the forest directly and go around them. It's up to you.
1: Let's go say hi. And mess them up.
0: (laughs) I mean, we could go around them and try to to get to our objective.
1: Maybe we could just ask them what the heck's going on. And I feel like that would be a better use of our time. And then I can get back to working on my tri-tip.
4: Twilight's an opportunity to use your, your, use your people magic. Convince them to, to help us out or give us some information.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. Okay.
4: All right.
2: So you guys walk up to the elves?
4: Yeah. We send Twilight. We send the little girl.
5: <laughs> Hi. Uh, uh, hello. Is that um. a bother? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not on purpose. <laughs> it is now. Uh, oh. uh, how How can I help you folks?
0: <laughs> um, we're wondering if, um, well, hi, my name's Twyla, uh, uh, <coughs> uh, I'm a bird, uh, and, um, I'm just wondering if, um, y'all know what happened to this, this tree, that big tree that we saw, um, because it seems like it should be somewhere else, but, um, some of the druids that live around here, they were wondering about that, could you tell me?
2: Oh, there are more druids, well, i gonna have to go arrest them. Uh, Can you point me at at them?
0: No, no. uh, We were... It it was more of like uh, something that we knew about from before. Like, the the druids had told us that the tree was really important to them, but now they're all gone. But I'm just wondering what happened to the tree.
2: Oh. Well, uh, we went into the forest and we cut it down for Yule. brought it back in. The druids were very upset, and they, they attacked. So we arrested them all, threw them in their own jail, and uh now this is our town.
0: Well, that's that that's pretty upsetting that you cut it down seeing it's a sort of like a cultural significance to them. It's just but a you know what? I'm going to do a little uh performance for you uh, because you you helped me out and you told me all about it. So, I'm going to tell you um a a long story about solstice because maybe you just don't know the story of solstice and and having heard it it'll open up your perspective and maybe you'll feel bad about what you did so i proceed to tell a minute-long story about about, uh uh the history of solstice Uh, as a bard of glamour i have an ability called enthralling performance so um i perform for at least a minute and i'm going to inspire wonder and and tell them all about solstice and they have to make uh let's see it can affect both of them and they have to make a wisdom saving throw
2: look at these guys uh one of them rolled a 2 and the other one rolled a 17.
0: Okay, so the one that rolled a 2 is uh charmed it, it idolizes me and it splinks glowingly of me to anyone who talks to it and hinders anyone who opposes me and it avoids violence and it lasts for an hour. <laughs>
2: <laughs> avoids violence in general or avoids violence with you it
0: avoids violence to me unless okay. it was already planning on attacking me which I don't think it was so no
2: nah, he wasn't uh, so we'll say the one that was talking to you is the one that rolled the two and the other one is the one that didn't does anything happen to the one who didn't he just fine does he notice that you did it did anything
0: uh he has no hint that it tried to charm cool. him so so nothing nothing happens but it's not aware that it was charmed
2: all right so the main one uh he so says what do you
0: think of that what do you think of that story
2: so you're saying on the longest night of the year There is a large celebration where the druids uh, celebrate the moon, they celebrate the year, they celebrate the earth, and they make uh, good with the evil spirits. That's true, yeah. That seems very nice.
0: Yeah, I know, right? But you cut their tree down and and they feel real bad, so maybe you guys got to make right by the druids. Don't you think so? Don't you think you could convince your friend of that?
2: Uh, Jim? Uh... (laughs) What do you think? Uh, Should we go ahead and talk to them? And Jim says, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't care at all about Solstice. I care about Yule. Don't you remember? We got kicked out of our home by those others who hated Yule. They had a war on Yule and they drove us from our home. I'm not going to let that happen again. Well, somebody kicked you out of your home? And the first one, he says, "Uh, yes, we lived uh, further north and some evil dwarves came well they were evil to us I don't know if they were actually evil and they said it's very open minded they said that, that Yule Yule's bad I don't like Yule you can't have Yule and they wouldn't let us have Yule so we had to leave because Yule is very important to us Yule is the reason for the season
1: doesn't it kind of sound like that's what you're doing to Solstice though
2: oh these are my friends they're the
0: we're just trying to kind of open people's perspectives and minds. You know, it, it's there's plenty of room here. Uh, you know, we were talking to the druids before you kind of ruined their whole tree thing. And, and they were saying there's plenty of room for you guys to celebrate what you guys want to celebrate. And they can celebrate what they're celebrating. And, and there
2: really won't be any conflicting values. But they got so mad when we cut down the tree.
0: Well, that might have to be one of the things that maybe you have a compromise on. Like, don't cut down the tree. Or maybe you could... Kinda of timeshare it and you don't cut down the tree, but maybe you could decorate it and
2: instead? Well, that's what we told them. But the animals they just keep attacking. They come out of the forest. The druids are commanding them. The druids are bad. Are we sure the druids are commanding them? Well who else can tell animals what to do? I can't. Who can else you? can tell animals what to do?
0: <laughs> would I
2: know that? Uh you could roll a make a check. I'm trying to think what a good check for that would be. Nature? It's so like a magical thing or a nature thing or
0: animal handling thing.
3: Roll
2: animal handling. Some animals do what they want, like me. I mean, roll whichever. Roll nature, animal handling, or Arcana, whichever one you want. Just tell me which one it is, and I'll I'll filter my animal answers. Animal handling. Here. All right. You're rolling animal handling.
0: Eight.
2: Eight. You know, some animals like dogs and stuff will listen if they're trained, but it is. It does seem unusual. Like, the behavior that you saw in town of the animals specifically seeming to target Yule did seem a little weird. But as far as you know, all of the druids are in jail. And that would be difficult for them to be or control animals. So, what's your name? Uh, my name is Barry. Barry? We're going to go with Barry. And this is Jim. Um, so,
0: well, from what I know, you know, druids can kind of not control animals. They don't really like to control them. but But more like work with them but uh, that's only within a certain proximity so i don't know if they really could control them if they were uh in prison so there might be another
2: well some must, some must have escaped some must have escaped and they're turning into animals and they're leading their fellow animals and on a rampage they're trying to drive us out of town again that's a lot of assumptions well i'm not gonna let anybody take over my town hey remember you you think i'm great
0: so my idea, but you're right. Really- that is a fantastic <laughs> idea. And then Jim is like,
2: "But this is our town. I can't let you do that." And then Barry says, "Jim, little bird girl is right. We must listen to them."
0: <whistles> yeah, that's right. So I think what you should do is you should go back to town, go tell your friends that Barry, you need to tell all of your other all your other elf friends and say, "Hey, we need to rethink our our position here, and maybe we could work with the druids." And just talk to one of the druids and have a compromise. Have a parley. It's fun. A parley, you know? Mm.
2: Parley sounds like party. Uh, I like uh, this idea.
0: Yeah, a parley. A holiday parley.
2: Jim, <laughs> you know, one of the basic tenets of Yule is that we should all get along with one another. We should attempt to make peace. Peace and Query. That's one of the basic tenets of Solstice, too. Seems like we have more in common than I thought. Cool. Why
0: don't you go back there? We're going to see what we can do about this tree and the animals, okay? Jim,
2: come with me. And Jim's like, I don't want to go. And I, out, I outrank you. And they head off into town. Goodbye.
4: Excellent work, Twyla. Very effective.
2: Well, he'll be
0: like that for an hour, but then after that he's not going to think I'm really cool. So we should probably hurry, try to figure out what's going on with the tree and the animals because um, we might lose our window after that.
2: Yeah. Alright, so you make your way through the forest for a bit, and in the interest of time, don't run into any problems in the in the forest. So
4: weird. <laughs> it's a lovely forest. It's not filled with strange naked bears and wear kittens like our forests. i much prefer this area over here. No horned unicorns.
2: Dashir stops you as as you get in a little ways and she says, Okay, just through these trees is a clearing. That's where the grandfather tree should be. You kinda all peek in. And, uh, everybody roll perception, including me.
3: Two.
5: Six! That's pretty good.
2: Eighteen. Seven. Most of us have no clue what's going on. Uh, Abergosh, you notice that it's eerily quiet. There don't seem to be any, you don't hear any bird sounds or animal sounds like you would normally expect to find in a forest. Um, and the clearing seems empty to you.
4: It's a bit too quiet here in the clearing, wouldn't you say? does seem empty though it is unusual usually there's animals everywhere they love the grandfather tree
2: Hmm. let's proceed all right you make your way into the clearing where the grandfather tree should be there's just a large stump in the ground so it is clear that they did that the that somebody has in fact cut down the grandfather tree or at least the tree that is supposed to be there uh signs of fighting are clear um Abergosh, you see some blood on the ground. Uh, others of you might see some of the more obvious things, such as some weapons strewn around. There's some drag marks where uh, it seems like perhaps some bodies were dragged away. It's certainly a battle here has occurred. All that's left is a stump. Well, no more tree. And Tashir says, But if the grandfather tree is, is dead, who, who will
4: protect the village? Apparently the elves, it's their village now. Sorry about that. No, this is where I was born. This is, the druids belong here. I don't belong here. I'm not
2: a proper druid, but the druids belong here.
4: Could you turn yourself into a grandfather tree? Maybe you could start over a circle of life and such. Could I do that? She kind of ponders.
0: (laughs) It's kind of a big ask, Abrogosh. I mean, she's just starting life, and for her to turn into a, a tree like that...
4: Just exploring the possibilities. I didn't say she needed to do it. I just inquired whether she could turn into the seed. I could maybe. Yes, we could just wait.
1: I mean, or we could just go home and have some tri-tip.
4: In the meantime, <laughs> we could we could plant the shear. In the meantime, we could enjoy some tri-tip. <laughs> and
0: uh check
4: check out next year you know if we brought the tri-tip with us we
2: would have had nice snacks on the road we should have just done that
4: oh that's a good idea we should have (laughs) packed it up why didn't we do that put it in little all gamut (laughs) threw it on the ground
2: sandwich bags of holding (laughs) i
1: was a little upset okay i had a whole day planned and i was really looking forward to it and i was trying to be a good person and help out a friend but it just seems like everybody's so focused on what they want that they don't think about anybody else
3: the truth is the true spirits of yule
2: well i'm very sorry right, so what do we want to do we want to investigate around this area do you want to head back
4: i guess report what you found do you want to
3: i guess we have to kill that whole village of elves
4: is there like drag <laughs> mark i mean if <laughs> <laughs> is there is it obvious that they took this giant tree back with them? There would be signs I feel like of yeah, there are a tree being dragged. That's a good back point, yes,
2: there is definitely uh some large drag marks uh it looks like they they had an impromptu sledge that they used to drag the the tree down the down the trail that you walked through.
1: Hey, have any of you ever lost a tooth?
2: Yes,
0: yeah, I mean, happened
1: there's this one time when my brother we were kind of roughhousing and i knocked his tooth out and we were able to take the tooth and put it back in his mouth and it was able to kind of like reroot and stuff you know like i wonder if you could do that with a tree
0: was it chopped down or was it derooted is there like a giant chasm it, in the ground
2: no there's a there's, big, there's a, a big stump it was chopped down oh it was chopped
0: I don't know if it's gonna work like that. I mean, unless the druids might be able to reconnect it, but it it, it might it might be a good idea, Argana. But we definitely would need the druids for that.
1: I mean, it just seems like we've got a tree. It's just not here and not alive. But, I mean, those druids are pretty powerful.
3: We could spray yeah. the cut tree with um, hairspray, and maybe that'll make it last longer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sure. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard that works. <laughs> uh, I would like to look around the area and see if I see any evidence of uh, elves or monsters or anything that might have done this.
2: Yeah, sure. Roll an investigation.
0: I rolled in 11.
2: All right. Yeah, you see, I mean, uh, some of the weapons that are lying around and the pieces of armor that have fallen off look uh, elvish in, in nature. Um, you see some some scraps of of fur and whatnot that obviously looks like they were fighting with some animals you do see some indications that perhaps they were fighting amongst some other with some other humans probably the druids is your best guess um it it looks like they went to cut down the tree elves uh, the druids tried to stop them a fight ensued and ultimately they cut down the tree and dragged it into the town
1: i think we should go talk to the druids 'Cause I mean no offense, but to sheer you even admitted you're not a very good druid. They might I'm know not. something that we don't. Yeah, we could go ask Granny. As you
2: go to leave, uh, you hear.
4: <laughs> oh, there we go. This makes more sense. Uh, yeah, hello. Big angry voice. Yeah, hello. No to you.
0: Well, if you don't like the plan, then you got to speak up. <laughs>
4: A solstice spine. Tell us more. Pine.
1: You should oh, probably enunciate it a little bit better because yes. I mean, my friend, my friend Abergosh here can tell you all of the pitfalls.
4: Words. <laughs> you can use <laughs> you message and talk the You did technically say Don't talk all the every time. one at a time, one at a time.
3: I was a man once.
2: All right. Uh, It's not the time, (laughs) Finn. In response to the chaos and the insults, one of the trees, one of the pine trees around the clearing moves a little bit. Some arms pop out and its trunk splits and it begins to walk towards you.
4: That tree there has developed a solstice spine. Perhaps we should talk to it.
2: Uh,
0: um... Do you know what's happening with this tree that's walking towards us?
2: No, that's not good. We should no, that's not good. That must be All the right. evil. That must be the spirit. The spirits that the grandfather tree contains.
4: I'm sorry. Wait, the, does the grandfather tree have evil spirits? should not it have good spirits? Don't you the worship this? The grandfather tree
2: is a good spirit, but it protects right, us okay. from the evil spirits. That must be ah, one of the evil okay, spirits. Yes. All right. This is
1: really complicated.
2: It is. I made it more complicated
4: than I should have.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is there a father and a son?
4: Is that... Was the voice coming from that tree that now has legs and arms? You can't tell. All right. Maybe next time it talks, you'll, you'll hear it. Excuse me, you that... <laughs> okay, so did that voice come from the tree? It
2: seemed to come from that tree and also all, right. all
4: of the other trees. Oh, all right, yes, well... uh we should go. Perhaps perhaps we can lead this tree army back to the village and it could be of some use to us. I, I'm going to lead the way away. And uh, Abrogosh runs.
2: A couple of small trees, like Charlie Brown Christmas tree size mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit bigger. Uh,
4: Baby furs.
2: Come out from the trees and stand in your way on the path. Oh. Oh, uh-oh. this
1: is unfortunate.
3: Uh, I want to use message and talk to them. Be like, eh, trees, what
1: the heck? Die,
4: boy!
3: Well, why are we got to die?
4: We've done nothing.
1: Hey, I got
3: this.
4: Okay, you've been attacked. I'm I'm, sorry. I'm having
3: a telepathic thing.
4: Go ahead, Fishman. Thank you. And he just responds. <laughs> what did it say?
3: It said
2: die. And the uh, the little trees rush towards you. Everybody roll initiative. Just the cute little ones? Well, there's still the big one rushing you from behind.
3: <laughs> Let's start by murdering the children.
5: Uh, I'm a four. Thirteen. Nine.
4: Twelve.
2: All right. So uh, we have rolled initiative and we've entered combat. Uh, one of the small trees rushes forward and it's going to rush at Finn because he was the one talking to him most recently. So he uh, actually stops a little short of you just just shy of melee range and fires it tries to fire off its needles at you it's pine needles uh uh, that's a six to hit
3: oh that's gonna miss
2: (laughs) Alright, it plinks off your fishy scales (laughs) next up the very large tree that is approaching you takes Uh a few more large shambling steps holds out one of its branches that appears to be an arm, and where it points, uh, one of the – another tree, like a medium-sized tree, a little bit bigger than the Charlie Brown trees, maybe like person-size, uh, springs to life in
4: a very similar way. That's his turn. Abragosh. Very well. I see how it is. I shall have to pull out the big guns, so to speak, and I shall cast Flaming Sphere. Oh, good.
2: I think this was yours. Instead, you cast Flaming Steer, mm. a angry bull made yes. of fire. Well, who were you casting that at?
4: The trees. Which one? There's four trees. It's not. It's a, You just summon it, and then you can move it around. Okay. A five-foot diameter sphere, I guess, steer of fire appears in an <laughs> unoccupied space. A large bull of fire appears in front of you. Ah, I can work with this. He looks at you expectantly. Hmm. Birds, birds. birds, The bowl of fire. So I'm going to shove it right into that. I'm going to, like, shove it down the road to hit all the trees that were blocking our path. You want me to run through those trees there? Yes. Yes, flaming steer. Attack those trees. is he
2: Australian. You got it. (laughs) Why why, why can't a steer be Australian? They've got good meat. Yes. They do have quite good beef. All right. So he charges at at the two smaller trees on the path. Um... And you, you don't have to roll to hit, right? You just have to... We just roll for damage. They make
4: dex saves. Oh, dex saves. Okay. And if not, they burst. Uh, one of them rolled a nat 20. The other rolled an eight. <laughs> That'll be three fire damage for the nat 20 and six fire damage for the other one. All
2: right. Uh, they both catch on fire, actually. And the, one of them bursts into flames. There we go. The, the flaming steer charges forward, slams right into one. The other one just gets kind of brushed aside, and its, its needles get singed a bit badly. It does not look good. Um, and the other one just full-on turns to ash and, and crumbles. Very good steer. Next up, Twyla.
0: Gosh, uh, uh, this sure seems bad. <laughs> uh, Twyla is going to...
2: Uh, first of all, cast
0: Bane at second level, so I can affect four creatures. So I'll affect four: the big tree and the three, like a medium tree and the little trees, or who,
2: whoever's left. If there's four yeah. trees, I'll get them. There's three trees
0: left. Okay, so I'll just cast Bane at first level then. Okay. Because that'll affect three creatures, and they have to make charisma saving throws. Real charismatic trees. Hopefully not
2: 17 for the big guy 12 for the little one And for the medium one 10
0: Alright, so the big guy succeeds But the other two fail Okay, cool Um, And then, so basically uh, So they Whenever they make an attack roll or a saving throw They have to roll a d4 and subtract that number
2: Oh, nice They are baned
0: that's my action, and then my for my bonus action, I'm going to use the mantle of inspiration, which is a bard college of glamour thing. So I'm granting myself a wondrous appearance. So Twyla starts to f- spread her feathers uh, out, and she starts glowing, kind of like the fairy fire, but sort of like a, a pulsing aura uh, that that is happening, like not lasers, but but just you know this this wavy kind of uh, inspiring thing and I'm going to give this uh, inspiration that emanates from me to Finn and Argana and both of you because I get to choose two people it's uh, up to my charisma modifier Uh, you gain five temporary hit points and you can use your reaction to move up to your speed without provoking opportunity attacks
2: oh that's awesome Next up is the other small one, the still-living small one. He... fire, fire, st- Flaming Steer came from Abergosh, so this guy's going after you. So it's uh, going to shoot you with some needles or attempt to. 13 to hit. Miss! Plink, 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 plink. That's its turn. The medium-sized one, if this will ever go. There it goes. Is... Okay. Neat. He's going to attack all of you. I'll just, roll, I'll just roll once for everybody. That's a... 22 to hit. <laughs> so I think everybody's going to take a little bit of damage off mm. this. But not very much, apparently. <laughs> Four damage for everybody. Mm. Um,
3: and we're still up one.
2: Alright, that's him. He feels good about himself. Uh, now it is uh, Dasheer's turn. Dasheer walks over to Finn. <laughs> and turns into a thorny... Vine.
1: God. Yes.
2: She is. There is now a thorny vine Ha-ha. on the ground near you. Nice. That is her turn because she can't do anything because now she's. You a plant. have earned
0: the power of teaching.
2: Yeah. And now it is Finn's turn.
0: I'm gonna pick up that
3: thorny whip. Let's go to the uh, big tree and let's hit it
2: with it. Roll a melee attack.
3: Twenty total.
2: Alright, that's gonna hit. What's
3: (laughs) the damage
2: on Thorn?
3: Huh. A druid who has turned into a bunch of thorns. What's that damage die?
2: Do a d10.
3: (laughs) Alright! Should do that more often. Oop. Seven. Seven damage! Watch out!
2: The big tree takes seven damage. Some of its bark falls off.
3: I'll switch that over to my offhand. And then um, I'll cast my flaming sword uh, into <laughs> the other one. So now I have the uh, I have the whip and the flaming sword is back.
2: I like it. All right, Argana.
5: Yeah. Um, Pick some tree. So butt. there's just there's the one big tree and then there's just one of the little ones left.
2: There's a little tree, a medium sized tree, and a big
5: tree. I'm really tired of things getting immediately violent! And I'm gonna rage, and I'm gonna attack the big tree. I'm uh, gonna recklessly attack it. That's a 12, and a 17. Does 17 hit?
2: 17 hits.
5: Oh, so, Uh, it's gonna be 17 damage. Dang. That was maximum damage.
2: A lot of the needles fall off, but it's still standing.
5: Why are you such a
1: meanie? Alright,
2: as, uh, as you're done... You guys hear uh, some crashing sounds from further up the path. And now is the big guy's turn. So he uh, does not look happy. And he uh, points on the ground and another little one pops back up. Uh, He swipes at Argana. Ah, That's probably not going to hit.
5: I think you're underestimating how crummy my AC is. (laughs)
2: Plus two. Actually, yeah, it's 13 to hit. So. That'll hit. That actually does hit you. Oh, it's going to take so much damage. Four. Oh,
5: and nice. you said More that's damage. piercing? That is piercing, so, so you I only take, take two.
2: two. All right. Abergosh, you're up.
4: Well, when I was hit by those spines earlier, it broke concentration on the flaming steer, so it disappears. Unfortunately, as useful as that was. Aw. But seemed like fire was pretty useful, so I'm going to try burning hands on the big tree and the little tree it just created and whoever else I can hit. All right. Yeah, you can only hit the two of them with burning hands. Each flames, you, you fiends! All right, we'll give you the
2: fire. Uh, you can have burning Hanks instead of... Tom instead Hanks comes
0: running out of the right. <laughs>
2: tree. <laughs> no, it's Colin Hanks. You didn't roll high oh, enough. No, uh, oh, No, um, you, you spread your Colin hands... Hanks. Hanks expecting a uh, a wave of fire to come out and instead a whole bunch of handkerchiefs start but, shooting at it. Like, you know, like a magician's handkerchief that just keeps yeah. going? <laughs> it's one of those comes uh-huh. out of your hands and it's, but it's on fire and it shoots right at the tree. Uh, what does the tree have to do?
4: Dexterity saving throw to dodge the handkerchief. I don't think trees are very dexterous, but let's find out what happens here.
2: Oops. Apparently they're really charismatic. Twelve. Fail! Fail. All right. It's like, tree oh no! It's on fire. <laughs> Burn that
4: tree.
0: This tree is on fire.
4: Oh, I rolled well. So that's 11 damage. Do I hit the little one too, or just the big one? Yes, you hit the little one too. Ah, oh so wait, I suppose I should
2: technically roll
4: for that. Yeah, that misses. Uh, so yeah, you, uh, that hits. Go ahead. <laughs> 11 fire damage for both of them. All right, the little one. The big one, tree I, and his newborn little baby tree are burned. You, you have murdered a baby. Yeah! Good job.
2: Um, we did it! Trees don't have feelings. Alright, so the the large tree does not look good right now. And it is Twilight's turn.
0: <sighs> okay, well, let's see. I'm concentrating on Bane.
3: Concentrate on Bane. I was born in the forest, molded by
0: it. Okay, I'm going to cast Color Spray at second level. So I'm going to roll...
2: Eight D10. That's a lot of D10s.
0: Oh. Okay. Forty-five. The creature with the lowest hit points. So I'm going after, let's say, one of the
2: uh, one of the babies. There's a big, a medium, and a small at this point.
0: Okay. Let's go. Let's go medium and big. Okay. You'll you'll get them both with that. Okay. Sweet. So uh, Twyla releases a flash of light and. Um, For my movement, uh, uh, what I'm going to do is, because I'm an Aarakocra, I will fly up in the air 30 feet. (laughs) I fly up, and I say, hey, Tria, I don't think you want to deal with me, because I got a poem for you. Here it goes. Uh, Greedy hens grab sweets. Once full, the tray was empty. And then Ginger snapped. And then she's going to release a flash of light in a color spray and then both the big tree and the medium tree are blinded and they can't see and um, creatures attacking them have advantage. And they have disadvantage nice. on attacks. And that's for one round. Alright. And they are still baned. Because <laughs> that's concentration. So yeah. yeah!
2: The, the medium size one is both baned and, what are, and blinded? Blinded. Wow. Alright. I'm Flying in the air. Ha-ha! <laughs> the remaining tiny one, uh, it's going to try to do a, a needle attack on Twilight. Ten. Ten will miss. Ten. All right. Its needles, its needles are ineffective.
0: Just goes up in the air.
2: <laughs> the medium one stumbles around blindly, mm-hmm. uh, swinging its, its branches around. Hither and yawn, and it's going to attempt to attack. Let's see, who would be closest to it? Argana would be closest based on where she was.
1: Right, yeah.
2: So at disadvantage, yep. and minus the d4, uh, with that, it's gonna be a negative one. <laughs> mm. to hit? Does that hit? Does that hit? <laughs> uh, negative one to hit. Does that hit? Uh,
1: no, that's the one to hit that's gonna miss <laughs> on me.
2: It was a two, minus four, and then it added its bonus.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Uh,
2: Finn!
3: Time for a double attack. First, the flaming sword. And mm-hmm. then uh, with the whip, with the offhand. The thorny whip. The thorny whip. Thirteen
2: with the sword. That. Who are you attacking? The big tree. Big tree. Okay, big tree is being attacked. You light some of the... Needles on the ground on fire, but nothing actually useful happens.
3: Cool. And then I'll do the thorn whip. <laughs> oh, net twenty. That mm, is gonna mm, hit.
1: Mm, mm, mm. Beep, 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 beep. Go to Sheer. Woo.
2: Uh, sixteen. You swing the whip made of Desheer at the large pine tree that is stalking its way towards you. Her vine wraps around its trunk and actually ignites with the force of your whip. The whole tree goes up in flames and you hear then you hear a lot more anger (laughs) and several other very large trees pop out. Trees WTH At the same time that crashing noise you heard What
0: was that? What was that crashing noise? Would I have seen it? Would I have seen anything flying up high? Uh,
2: you would see that there was movement, but the trees are probably like, too Like thick the canopy was through. sort of shifting? Yeah. Okay. Um, There's something coming! S- suddenly, a whole bunch of elves come into the clearing. Ooh. Followed by a whole bunch of druids.
4: Yeah! Oh,
2: that's nice. Hmm. And then eventually, limping along, is great. <gasps> oh. <laughs> walking on a cane are they led by Barry Barry the elf and Barry says folks we need to take down these trees yes we can and The druids said, <laughs> and the druids say no no we don't need to take down the trees if we take down the trees it will just make them more angry and Barry says we shouldn't take down the trees we should keep the trees up that is what these fine druid folks say and my best friend, Twyla, she says that I should listen to the druids. So I'm going to listen to the druids. I'm up in the air going,
1: That's right, Barry, you're doing it, listen to them!
2: Thanks, girl. You're awesome.
1: What are we supposed to do instead, then?
0: There's a slight problem, though. The, the trees are trying to attack us, so ask the druids what the heck we should do.
2: Granny steps forward and says, Dashir, where are you, girl? I go, oops, and I pull her
3: off of the the flaming tree, and I kind of <laughs> shake her around, and go, here she is,
1: <laughs> toss her over. Here's your uh, granddaughter.
2: As, as the flaming, as the scorched and and charred thorned whip uh, flies through the air, it gracefully transforms into the form of Tashir. She lands in that like, uh, you know, like the hero crouch where you land like. with the the three-point landing, yeah, uh, she lands like that and stands up slowly and says, "I know what needs to be done. My friends said I should become the grandfather tree."
4: That was just experimental, not necessarily in, in order. that uh, that, you know, make your own choices. No, it's it's the right choice. Thank you, Abragosh.
2: Thank no, you, Argonne. No, okay then. Thank you, Finn. Thank you, Twyla. She yells up you. Okay. Thank you for the help. Granny, please get them back home safely. And she sits down on top of the stump that the grandfather tree had been, and turns into, like, a series of, like, a a root system that covers that, and a tiny little sprout of a pine tree goes out of the top of it. And all the other trees stop exactly where they are and turn back into regular trees. Let's burn them down when everyone leaves, just in case. <laughs> we gotta get rid of these trees.
0: We can't let this happen. Twilight flies down.
3: Um, Good job, gang. We, we might be home for that tri-tip after all.
2: You hear in your heads the voice of Deshir. It worked.
5: I,
4: I, have,
2: I have all the memories. I have the memories of all the grandfather trees before me. There was a curse placed on this forest years ago At the solstice every year the grandfather tree takes the energy that's given to it by all the good druids of the town and calms down the animals and the trees and makes them happy, keeps them sane keeps them safe for another year destroying the forest released those evil spirits and Almost killed the previous grandfather trees, but their memories remain. They're in me. This is what I was meant for. This is where I belong. Thank you, friends.
1: Well, as long as you're happy. Now, if you don't mind, I've been trying to do some tri-tip all day. So I'm going to go. Okay. Happy, happy solstice.
4: Thank you. Thank you so much, Uh Twyla, how are we doing on that one-hour time limit, you think?
0: How long a time
4: how but time has passed?
1: Well, it's probably similar to when I burnt down my village's temple and the, we gotta go.
4: We should get going just in case this all quick, takes a quick turn. Thank you everybody. Happy solstice yule.
1: Hey hey Barry.
0: Um hey hey Granny. Uh, I think you guys should sit down and, and start having that talk right now. I'll
2: I will do that. Just figure
0: out and I, I remember you have a lot in common, okay? No matter what you think about me in a in a little bit. Um just remember
2: that you guys have a lot in common, all right? You're right. We will do our best to settle our differences. We realize now that it was a miscommunication. Oh, good. Well, we got some sliders to make uh, with some tri tips, so uh, we're we're gonna go back and
0: we got have a party. So if you guys finish negotiation, maybe you can come across the way and and have some of the have a Christmas party with us.
1: We probably still need a boat oh yeah we're gonna
0: we're gonna take that we're gonna take a boat unless you guys have a faster way to get back
2: home all right uh granny sends their nephew Dinsir, uh oh, back <laughs> uh, to, to pilot you back the Lord to... of the Rings
4: vibe for these guys
2: <laughs> they're actually're uh, reindeers Donner <laughs> Dasher and sheer <Dasher>. oh, <laughs> <thank God. laughs> uh, I am bad with names so that's what I came up with uh so Densir takes you back drops you off at an inlet near your town a short walk later you arrive back home presumably you want to head back to the clearing and check on that tri-tip
1: well no i'm gonna make new tri-tip that stuff's old and gross and i dropped it on the floor
3: it's only a couple hours old we can scrape scrape it together
1: no i'm making new tri-tip okay okay, make a new one god finn don't make me
0: (laughs) (laughs) a new one
3: a new (laughs) one a better
2: one it's great it'll be better it'll be better
0: great Great. Uh, i'll help
2: the next day you uh you all meet up again now with fresh tri-tip in hand in the park. And I- and I- and I made sticky buns! When you head into the clearing, you see, uh, a new tree. A tree that was not there before. Uh, and it looks like a solstice pine. It's fully decorated. And there's presents underneath, and you <gasps> see that the tags are addressed to you. Presents! There's one for each of you. Oh! oh. Presents. And in your head, you hear Desheer's voice. And it appears to be coming from the tree. And she says, With this tree, I can still be close to you guys, my friends. Happy Yulstice, friends!
0: Wait, we got to figure out what we got. Oh yeah, what'd you guys
2: get? All right, would you? Everybody, tell me what you got.
1: Two cultures and mash them together doesn't really seem very respectful.
0: It would have
2: happened over
0: a series of years, but just for the sake of narrative, we made it happen faster.
2: All right, Argana got a sous vide machine,
1: <laughs> so she can make
2: so she can make better tri tip. Uh, Abragosh got. A speech therapist. <laughs> a gift certificate to a speech therapist. He just gets nervous.
0: And, and a, pressure. A, a, pin, a pen of autocorrectness. Oh, there you go. <laughs>
2: um, Finn, you get a potion of polymorph. If you want, you can fix your <gasps> your stupid fish head. Yes. Drink. <laughs> finally, right you away. can fix his legs.
3: And then he becomes a full fish. Oh, finally. <laughs> Guys, put we'll me back in the water quick.
2: <laughs> and for Twyla. Is a rhyming dictionary and also a book of limericks, Ooh. with a note that says, "Perhaps you could try this."
0: <laughs> I really like haikus, though. Well, I'll give it a I'll give it a read.
2: And we fade out on our little band of misfits enjoying their gifts.
0: Yeah! Yeah Happy Yule Solstice
3: to
2: all! Yule Solstice.
0: Hey, everybody. You've heard us talk about our host site, The Geekly Grind, before. Well, now there's even more to geek out about. The Geekly Grind just celebrated its fifth anniversary, and to commemorate this milestone, we're proud to announce The Geekly Grind Podcast Network. Right now, the network features three geek-centric podcasts. Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, featuring weekly episodes about anime and manga from Viz and Funimation. Comic Book Keepers, where myself and my friend Lance talk about one comic book hero villain or team one issue at a time and knights of the Roll table a funny and family-friendly DD role-playing adventure with original homebrew settings the podcast you're listening to right now we're also on the lookout for other geek-centric podcasts so if you know one or make one be sure to tweet us at the geekly grind and let us know about it thanks for tuning in and thanks for geeking out